Hello, fantasy baseball fiends, and welcome to episode two of Paint the Black. On the first episode of our fantasy baseball podcast, I talked a little about Manny Machado and Bryce Harper and what that offseason moves can mean as far as fantasy baseball is concerned. I also gave a little teaser as to what this episode might be about. And today, I will indeed be talking about Mike Trout, Mookie Betts, and what to do if you have the number one pick in your draft. During today's episode, I'll be sure to dig deeper into the stat lines of Trout and Betts and give you a better idea of what type of player both men truly are. I don't think I'm going to do much contrasting when it comes to the two. Even though I think Trout is a better player, I will be making a case to take Betts first overall as well. This will be another short episode, possibly just about 15 minutes long. For future episodes, I plan to talk at more length and run the episodes to about 25 or 30 minutes. Right now, there will probably be more episodes coming out than during the season, but I'll be putting out a show about once a week from here on out. I won't talk just to talk, but I plan on giving you information on more than just two players each episode moving forward. In the future, I plan on talking about different league types, different category types, keeper rankings, dynasty prospects, and anything else fantasy baseball worthy. As far as keeper and dynasty rankings, Trout and Betts are still young enough to where they should be the first two players coming off the boards in these leagues as well as standard redraft leagues and pretty much any other leagues out there. I could possibly listen to someone make an argument for a player like Acuna but I'm still taking these two proven players before anyone else in almost any league. Now like I said I personally think Trout is the better player but Betts has made it closer than anyone has Trout's level since Miguel Cabrera was at the top of his game during Trout's first two seasons in the league. We're going to start off with some basic stats before we dig deeper. Starting with Trout he missed 42 games last season and still finished 7th on ESPN's player radar, hitting 312 with 39 home runs, both good for 4th in the American League in 2018. Trout was also top 10 in the AL in runs, where he came 9th. Walks, he was 1st. Stolen bases, he was 8th in the American League. Uh, his slugging ended up third in the American League, and he had the highest OPS in the American League on his way to another MVP caliber season. The fact that Trout still runs an impressive clip, having 24 steals to only two times being caught stealing last year, is just another reason why you peg him as the top pick. As I said last episode, you really want your star player to be a five-category contributor. Trout had a 10.2 war in 2018, third best of his career. So even coming off of injuries and back-to-back seasons, you can still feel confident in taking him first overall, knowing you will get the production when he plays of a number one type player. And Trout continues to get better each season, finding ways to strike out less, walk more, still slug his home runs and doubles with the best of them. Last year, he had his best on-base percentage at 460, and he barely missed setting the mark for his best slugging percentage of his career. 2017, he had 629 slugging compared to a 628 slugging last year. Last year, he had his best uh, OPS at 1088. In 2017, Trout hit a home run once out of every 12.2 at-bats. And he bested that last year when he hit one once every 12.1 at-bats, pretty much obliterating his career average of once every 16.1 at-bats. So he just keeps getting better. He keeps hitting home runs and less at-bats. And one thing that pops out when you're looking at Trout's stats on fan graphs is the fact that he consistently has a batting average on balls in play much higher than the league average, sitting at 354 for his career. So he's so talented of a hitter that 35% of the time he hits the ball, uh, the at-bat is ending with him on base or in the dugout with a home run. And not a lot of hitters can say that. The average is usually around 300 for uh, batting average on balls in play. 
and over the last three years, Trout has shaved his K percentage down and has been better than 1% better than his career average over those three seasons. And at the same time, he started to walk more, and he now finds himself as one of the best at taking a walk in the game. His 20.1% walk rate last year was an absurd 5.3% better than his career average. So he's also hitting the ball with a lot of hard contact, and it continues to rise as he's getting older, as he topped out at 44% hard contact rate last year. And that's actually right behind Betts at 44.5. At the age of 26, Betts just finished his fourth full big league season. Though only played in 136 games in 2018, that didn't stop him from taking home the MVP award and ESPN's number one spot on their player radar. Betts' 346 average was best in the AL in 2018, and as was his 129 runs. He was also ninth in home runs with 32. His 30 steals tied him fourth in the American League, and he was first in slugging at a 640 clip, and that placed him second behind Trout in OPS at 1078. In 2018, it didn't really matter if Betts was facing a righty, lefty, playing at home, or on the road, hitting in April or hitting in September. He was mashing whenever he was on the field. He did tail off a little after the All-Star break, but hit 329 with 9 home runs and just 219 at-bats, which grades out to about 224 home runs over 600 at-bats, which is a little under his 32 for the season. Players don't usually get more at-bats on the road in the season, but Betts did last year, and he took advantage of that, hitting 331 with 19 of his home runs and 15 of his steals on the road, compared to a 364 at home with 13 home runs and 15 steals. The 30 steals were Betts' most in the season thus far in his young career, and like Trout, that is a big part of his game still. So it gives you reason to take him as the first pick, being that he contributes in five categories consistently. In 2018, Betts actually struck out more than any time in his career, but his walk rate jumped up so much that it offset his increase in strikeouts. His 13.2% walk rate was almost 4% better than his career average. So him and Trout are both increasing their walk rate as they grow older. Like I said, Betts had a 44.5% hard contact percent rate last year, which was an absurd jump from his career average of 359 and he lowered his soft contact percent to 12.2% in 2018, so he basically never makes weak contact. Everything is either medium or hard contact. Like most of the league, Betts pulled the ball more last season and drove the ball in the air more than he had at any point in his career. His 294 isolated power that Betts had was fourth in the league behind Trout, Chris Davis, and teammate J.D. Martinez. So some pretty strong company right there. Isolated power, or ISO as it's known, helps determine how much a player hits for extra bases and and can be used as another way to determine a player's propensity to drive the ball besides just using slugging percentage. It's basically slugging percentage minus average. The one thing that could regress on Betts is the 346 average as his batting average on balls in play was 368 and thus far that is much higher than his career batting average on balls in play of 315. Betts and Trout had a similar five category line in 2016 as well. Betts hit 31 home runs, was second in the league with 122 runs, fifth in RBIs with 113, and 10th in steals with 26, all while hitting 318, which was good for seventh. Also in 2016, Trout hit 315, which was good for 10th in the league, while coming in sixth with 30 stolen bases, leading the league with 123 runs, and he also chipped in 100 RBIs and 29 home runs along the way. Like Betts, 
Trout is that rare superstar that would do everything all the time. Home, away, March, April, September, October. In 2018, he had at least six home runs in every month he was healthy, hitting one homer while playing only eight games in August as his outlier. So that's the one thing you could peg against Trout is his injury history over the last two years, but I don't see him as an injury-prone player at all. If you're going to take one thing away from Betts, it's that he hasn't had the consistent numbers every season of, season of his career. He had the two MVP-type seasons, of course, and then his first full season was pretty much average, and then he had a 2017 season that, that wasn't quite top-tier, but was definitely impressive. So that's what I have for you when it comes to deciding to pick between Trout or Betts with the number one overall pick. I think Trout should still have the edge, but I can make a case for Betts after being the top player in most formats in 2018. Go ahead and check out the website at ptbfantasy.wordpress.com and search Paint the Black on Instagram and Twitter to follow along with all the updates I have.